Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On Around the Podcast. Did you miss us? Um, I know it's been a while. Did you miss me? We're kind of raggedy. So we're going to ch- go and transition into this bi-weekly thing because just our schedules and just lives are just a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the fine for that, guys. Um, I think in part with me moving, I think that was a huge oh. blow. Um, and then just as we get older, you know, it's, I don't know, you know, it's, I mean, you know, we're, we're both, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll touch on it later, but like life overall for me, like, I've, I've just been feeling like, like I want to do more in every area, but I just don't have the energy except for my job. My job is the only place like I'm giving everything I got, I, I'm like. I feel like I'm producing at the level I, I'm capable of. Everywhere else, I'm kind of like, ooh, I don't have the energy. It's literally like that meme um, with, I forget who was crying, and it was like, when you're trying to, you know, stay in shape, do good at your job, you know, have a social life, that's how I feel. I can't imagine if I had a wife and kids right now. Yeah, it sounds awful. I'm trying to, you know... Not be on the news, not be pregnant, not be fat, not chuck somebody's son up. Escaping that pregnancy is really hard, huh? And you can catch the pregnant any kind of way. It's not even like a sex thing. These niggas cough too hard, and here you go. I mean, Drake said it only took one one time. All people, you could have met me. That's. But yeah, lives are um taking off, doing things. So you know, if you aren't aware. I'm like officially out here in these stand-up comedy streets. So I want to thank On My Grown for like birthing that and giving me the comfortability and confidence to even get up on that stage. Because I probably think if we, I hadn't done this podcast, I probably would have never been on stage or never thought I could do it. So shout out to On My Grown for that. Um, You're welcome. Don't, don't, don't piss me off. But yeah. <laughs> I Is mean, it not true? Yeah, the podcast itself, not so much. I mean, of course you opened that door but just me, me talking and me being me is what realize, like helped me realize that people like, you should do stand up so. but I believed in you when you didn't believe in you but not for stand up I thought you could command an audience is that not stand up that's not the same thing you didn't say hey let's come to this stand up camp you said, well if I said that you'd be like well what are you doing stand up oh I, I don't do anything neither here nor there okay yes <laughs> Okay, yes, you reached out to me through the podcast. Yes, that's the story. That's going to be in the biopic. See how the ooh ooh when you get big. Oh, I'm glad we recorded this because when you get big, you're gonna be like, I just want to thank, you know, Jesus. I want to thank all the light skinned men. Uh, you know, I want to thank my sisters and my mother. And I'm just gonna be sitting, you know, like. Mm. I mean, did, are you my ghostwriter? No, I'm just saying I was given the opportunity. This gave me the opportunity to get the confidence, and I'm grateful for that. Right. You yeah, like I didn't acknowledge that you the one who reached out to me for the podcast. No, you didn't. But you didn't. You didn't want to. You reluctantly, and I appreciate it. Reluctance. Did I? Was I? I mean, I was reluctant because you were a stranger. But I met with you in a public place. No, no, no. I'm not saying you were reluctant to do the podcast. I was just saying you were reluctant to, you know, like acknowledge like the podcast is not a person. It was. It was me. It's not so much. Thank you, Rodney, for giving me the confidence. But it's just like me. You you gave me the vessel. Yes, and I'm not going to discredit you. But don't try to take all the credit for me being stand-up. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm not thing, trying to take all the credit. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Word, I mean, once this, you... St- yeah, this, this gave me the platform to when do you, such. Which is... Yeah, but I mean, no. Like, when you told me, like, yo, I'm going to get up on stage. I was like, oh, shit, go for it. And Ronnie, who's a faithful listener and guest and all of those things, is the one who was like, "Yeah, you need to get on stage. And it took, I drug my feet for like five months, <laughs> literally, well, even longer than that. But between life and losing jobs and relationships and just BS, took me a while to finally get up there. And I got up there and I've been going up there. I don't lost count of how many shows I've done. And I've had good shows. I've had bad shows. I've had okay shows. I've had... D- do you record all of them? Yes, I have all of them recorded. I used to do voice memos, but I kind of stopped doing that because I was trying to see my notes at the same time. But I do have a recording of all <laughs> of them. So I need to like... 
it is messed up how Apple won't let you open something else. Yeah, I think I think you can do a voice memo and close the app. I think I've done that before. But yeah, I oh, have okay. all of my acts. Um, it's probably the scariest thing I've done in a while because stand up is hard. Like people, they can do it, but it's it's not for everybody. And yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, I just you got to convince everybody in the crowd that this what I'm saying and how I'm positioning it yeah, is funny. So I had two shows last week. Um, the one Thursday was hilarious. It was really good. And then I have a joke about my ex and that nigga was there and that shit was so funny. And <laughs> Dang. did you say shout out I to was, him? Okay. So my transition into the joke was like, I'm recently single. And then once somebody in the audience was like, girl, fuck him. And I was like, I was like right here. <laughs> oh, and then I went into my joke and my joke was basically my joke was, oops. My joke was basically about like when I was getting broken up with like a, a a PowerPoint presentation of all the niggas that I curved in my relationship played that I could have just cheated with. And that was the joke. And it was just so funny that I was telling this in front of this man because he knew it was true because I had some A1 people that I had to curve and I could be a lot better off right now if I had just been out here. Not better off, but like could have had a couple blue checks in my back pocket out here. Blue checks. Blue checks. Verified accounts. Oh. So, oh, okay. oh, okay. Okay. I was like... So, yeah. I was like... So, that was really I was like, funny. wait, people still have checks? <laughs> like, physical... No. So... Yeah, I was like, yeah, wait, that was what? a joke, and then I talked to him afterwards. He said, no hard feelings, and he thought it was funny. So, I was like, cool. And then... he Did he know you would be performing? Because he's kind of wilding for showing up. No, he knew I was coming, because Ronnie was there, too, and that's also his friend, so... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, he wasn't like... Hey, bitch, I'm at your show type. No, it wasn't like one of these cycles. He wasn't crazy stalker. Uh, so you don't know how to pick up the phone no more. And we still have, like, a lot of mutual friends. So he was there supporting his friend. Of course, you know, he knew I was going to be there as well. But he wasn't there just for me or anything. So that was cool. They had another show Friday, which is really cool. It was like the, everything that could go wrong that night was going wrong. My hair didn't dry. My outfit that I was going to wear. Didn't, it didn't look right on you. It didn't look right. So I just grabbed something at the last minute because I was running late, which I'm never doing. I never run late. So I didn't really like my outfit all the way. And there was just so much going on. Then the show, it like, when you do comedy, you learn like the different audiences. Like you have your comedy club and then you have like things that are like restaurants that people are just so happy to be doing comedy at. And that's different. Mm-hmm. And then the younger crowd because people didn't come there for it yeah and then just the crowd itself like a younger crowd doesn't really know like comedy show etiquette so they weren't as quiet and i knew my mm. jokes were good but they weren't really paying attention so i kind of lost the audience a little bit so they wow. weren't really like grasping in my joke that like because it's not like i don't think my jokes are funny because i know they kill everywhere else but it's like my got to my last joke that usually erupts in like all this laughter it really wasn't that and I was just like, well, all right, well, that's my time. So it's good to just learn and, like, have those different moments. So now I know, like, okay, when I'm losing the crowd, because it's, like, a lot of people at the bar, they were talking and people were coming in. And, again, this is, like, the 25-year-old crowd. So, of course, everyone's not really as attentive as they, as they would be at, say, the Atlanta Comedy Theater or something like that. So that was a fun little learning right. experience. Um, I'm just learning. I'm learning. I'm meeting people. And it's hard. About how much, um, time-wise, how much material you feel um, you have. So I started off doing five. I would do five minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, five minutes. And then someone um, tagged me in this thing to do an, a 10-minute show. And I was going to ignore it because I'm like, I can't do two minutes. I can't do 10 minutes. That's too much. And then I did it. And now it's like five minutes. That's nothing. So I've been doing the past three shows. I've been 10 minutes. And now 10 minutes seems so easy. And I really have more like 13 minutes. And if I put all my jokes together, yeah, I have that's... a smooth 15. And if I just really sit down and write more jokes, right now I'm perfecting the jokes that I do have. But if I sit back and write a okay. joke about anything at this point. But if I really sit down and get in the lab, yeah. I, can get, I can get 20, 30 minutes if I really, really wanted to, probably. Okay. And then we're going to go ahead and get, um, we're going to pick up what, what Netflix <laughs> offered Monique. For your hour. No, but seriously, I feel like I'm. This comedy struggle is hard, man. Because think about it. Tiffany Haddish has been out since forever. And I saw her 10 yeah. years ago. I saw her on Def Comedy Jam in 08. 
and then y'all niggas find out about her i guess in the last year or so so it's like it takes so long to make comedy so hopefully that's not my story and then it's like i'm young and i'm cute and it's like not even trying to toot my own horn but it's like <laughs> you don't see a lot of young cute actually funny girls in stand-up that aren't like the instagram girls mm-hmm. like the you know like the um say what's her name like the beast moms and the jazzies and like the just hilarious like they're like skinny mm-hmm. as well as comedy too so it's like for me I but i think jess does uh stand up right they all three of them do stand up like oh wow they should have a bad bitches tour so i think they have done shows together but for me i'm coming from stand up and then i'm then i'll get into skits and stuff so instead of coming mm-hmm. from skits and instagram to stand up and then it's kind of like a a battle between like the og comedians and the the ig comedians so it's like they i don't want to be taken less seriously because I'm more internet based, but I do have an advantage over the other standard comedians because I already have a social media platform that's not based on comedy. So it's kind of introducing people mm-hmm. to it. So yeah, it's, it's I'm learning a lot. It's really fun. I'm meeting cool people. All that. Nope. What is um I'm trying to think anything else? My back hurts. Your back yeah, because like the way I'm sitting. <laughs> Which is probably affecting how I'm sitting on the mic. Like I can't sit back, but it's like hurting my back to sit like this. And then if I move, if I hold the mic, you say you can't hear me. So I'm trying to let me see. Let me try this. Ugh. Well, go ahead. Keep keep going. Um, I was trying to think. I was going to ask you something else about stand up. Oh, you, um, how soon before you think you may try stand up in another um, city? Well, I'm going to be in New Orleans this weekend, so and I asked I'm like, I asked on my Instagram, like, is there any stand-up going on, like any open mics or something? So I'd love to do that just to test out mm-hmm. another audience, see how they feel. Um, my jokes are pretty universal, yeah. so that'll be fun, get another city under my belt. Uh, yeah, like, just to see if I can make some Wodies laugh or something like that. Hmm. What you going to New Orleans Essence. for? New Orleans. Essence. Okay. Love Essence. I forget. I think Essence mm-hmm. is more than what it is, though. Like, I was there last year. Like, oh, my God, how do you, you know, get to do these opportunities? I'm like, literally, all you have to do is show up to Essence. Right. <laughs> Just buy a ticket. It's your broke set. Brokeies. Uh, just be in New Orleans. No, just be in New Orleans and then go to the, 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 what you call it, center, the convention center. You don't have to go to the concerts or nothing. Like. Oh, the other stuff is free? Yeah, the daytime stuff is free. Hmm. Oh, if I would have known that. All of that cool stuff. But I heard um, Airbnbs were expensive. I can imagine. People, like, as soon as they leave New Orleans, they already booking their stuff for next year. Right. Like, you really got to stay on it. But, obviously, unless you had a friend to crash on their flow like Homecoming, <laughs> I can imagine that they taxing for all, like, New Orleans is in thing out there is um uh, is it too early to send you going to homecoming text oh that is asked that so i guess they i was told to wait to like october not, not october oh yeah that's too too late august september i'm very excited it's my first single homecoming that i'm coming back to you know i'm just trying to get my ducks in order mm. i'm very excited very excited what are you what, do you what are your are you you crashing with a friend well it's my five years so i've ha- actually had to pay for things which is disgusting um like you're ugly or something right like i'm gonna pay for a hotel and section it's really like i yeah i didn't do an airbnb no we just got a block of rooms i think our pro fights because you know pro fights always have like older like old head pro fights always have their stuff together <laughs> so she had an AARP discount? No, not like that old. I'm just saying like 80s and 90s, <laughs> they always, you know, are proactive and stuff. So. Oh, so they booked y'all rooms for y'all? Well, they already had a block, so we just kind of like. Oh. Yeah. Hey, big sister, can we get those? Yeah. So that'll be <laughs> fun. But, you know, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, very excited for homecoming. I need to start losing weight. I remember when we first started this podcast, I was like, oh, my my five years and two years. I got all this time to get fine. And here I am three months out. And I'm like, it's looking kind of looking kind of funny in the light yeah. over here. Yeah. 
your five year, you'd be all excited at first, then you'd be like, look, they're gonna get with everybody I bring back. Look, y'all gonna like these pictures regardless, honestly. So apparently people think I'm like I've gotten thick and I'm like, oh I like the thick you. What? How big have I gotten? Nigga? Like, excuse me. <laughs> I have gotten mm, you feel luscious. <laughs> for them is, wait, uh, I don't feel fat fat, but my body's changing, like literally. So I just turned my birthday was last week, so I turned twenty four. Cool. Happy belated. I was I was out the country. Cool. Uh I didn't even realize who didn't wish me happy birthday because I was so overwhelmed. Um Oh, okay, bet. I shouldn't say nothing. You, yeah, you probably should have not said nothing because I didn't even think. Now, now I'm just like strike two for my birthday for you. So, I have had gas for like 10 days straight. Have you been eating dairy? And this is like some old people stuff. Like, I just, I'm already over being old. No, like indigestion, like burps. <laughs> Literally, like since my line sisters came in town last weekend, we had a blast. Went to AGP, like some grandma's and it was so much fun like we were just having good old we went to brunch we got into agp we were just taking pictures and, and laughing and, and you know just being oh so much fun and then we got home my line sister cooked we ate and i don't know where all this gas came from but i literally have burped like 700 times in the past week and a half and I'm so over this age <laughs> already. Like, I felt myself <laughs> physically getting older. Like, I can feel, like, uh, just the age just hit me. But, yeah, I had a really good birthday weekend, though. Super lit. I had a birthday party. That was fun. My friends are, like, amazed by us. It's not so surprise, surprise party. And I shook it down. I got super, 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 super drunk. And that's all that life is about, you know? It's getting super drunk in controlled environments. How did you... uh how did you feel the next morning after getting lit? It was the worst hangover I probably ever had. I, I didn't, I didn't come back alive to a smooth like six o'clock yesterday. Like I woke up, like I didn't throw up or anything, but I honestly probably would have rather just thrown up. At the headache, I didn't eat. That was really the issue. I didn't eat yeah. immediately. I didn't have my ginger ale. I didn't have my like materials to shake back. So I was struggling. And I'm like, this is age. This is what, this is what age looks like. You be like, you be like, bro. I don't. Why am I drinking? Like, why do I not respect my body anymore? But why do I continue to drink like this? Like, <laughs> right. There, when I turned twenty, I got toe up. I woke up at ten a.m. the next morning. No food, no water. Went and did some community service, planting trees, and was fine. That undergrad. Now, undergrad, we just were different, man. We were superhumans. We didn't realize it. Like, I'm trying to think. I didn't really get drunk like that, like that in undergrad. I had a hangover graduation day. Graduation day. The entire, like, even I'm sitting there, cap and gown on. The liquor is still sloshing in my stomach from the night before. And I'm like, this is not what life is about. And I had to act like not hungover in front of my mom all day. It was bad. I was uh, that's the worst. I've been hungover in front of my mom. Oh, it's so bad. Have you seen that post? From, it was like a gif from the four. And it was like, when you come home, your mom trying to see if you drunk or high. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. every time I come home, my mom is up. I come in her room and I talk to her. And I feel like she be trying to inspect me. And I be like, mm-hmm. you never know because I'm talking to you regular. <laughs> so yeah being drunk is no longer the move I don't know what I need to do but yeah um what else is going Look. on oh well just no I guess I, I stated that earlier like you, you're 24 so you probably feel, do you, did you hit, hit no, have I've that moment like, wow, I'm 24, which means I'll be 25 next year, which means I'll be 30 yeah, in five years. I've been with that too. I almost cried, but I didn't. Like, I've been the youngest person in every group of, every social group I've ever had. And now it's like, yeah, I'm still the youngest, but now I'm old like them. And it's like, oh, I'm getting up there. Right. Like, this isn't cute anymore. So I had my midlife crisis. I went and got a nose ring. So this is. <laughs> can't afford to go get a, a Miata so I just like oh, how is that it didn't hurt at all my struggle right now is figuring out how to clean it every day because they said to soak it and to submerge it in water 
And I look stupid as hell, like a dog licking out of a bowl, trying to put my nose in some fucking water. <laughs> so that didn't work. So I asked Twitter and literally everybody in the world who had a nose ring answered me. So I'm going to try to do a cotton ball. But like the, the place I went to is over there by Onyx. They're like super, super like, I don't know. Like, so like, a, it's like a really uptight piercing place. Like I walked in, they're like, do you have any alcohol in your system? I'm like, no. They were like, have you eaten? And I was like, no. They're like, well, you need to eat before we can pierce you. So I have to go leave and go eat and then go get pierced. They yeah. said I can't even go in the sauna at the gym. I can't swim. Like nothing. So they're safe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're safe. But literally, when I got my belly ring in Tallahassee, like, all right, sign up. All right, click, boom, there it is. And you're going to wash it with some soap and you'll be fine. Like, that was it. <laughs> Here's like, you can't do this. They had like, the nigga had on two gloves. He was like, oh, no pictures and video. They had like biohazard stuff. I'm like, all right, bro. It's, I mean, it's piercings. <laughs> But come on, the sauna. Maybe they've gotten knocked a few times, so like they're extra. (laughs) All the health rules and stuff, trying to keep it uninfected. You'd be out here like Theo was when he got his ears pierced in the garage. Oh, see, no, they were very sterile. They had like a little thing to show that their needles were sterile. I was like, bro, I believe you. Just get it over it. Stick it in my nose, please. Oh, wait. How did your mom react to that? It was so funny. She's hilarious because I don't know if I ever told y'all about how she cried when she saw my belly ring. Mm-hmm. But that was when I was 19 and now I am 24. And I told her I was going to get it. And she didn't understand my logic. My logic was that I've been self-conscious about my nose since middle school. Like, I, you know, like you really start looking at yourself in the mirror and pick, like picking yourself apart. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like my nose. And I don't like it. And that's what it is. That's what I don't like on my face. So... I've been self-conscious about it a little bit. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the step of like confidence and pierce it and draw attention to it and like love my Negro nose and all this kind of stuff. And my mom was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <She> <laughs> didn't I, I, so, I feel, I feel her a little. I feel like you really just think like the nose piercing is cute. But like, as we do is like, when I got my tattoo, I was like, that's going to be spiritual. So it's a scripture my mother gave me at the same time. I'm like, I'm trying to look cool. I mean, of course, I think it looks cute, duh. But I'm like, me thinking it's cute on my nose, that's like gross for me because I probably would have never, like, when my line sister went and got her nose pierced, I was like, oh, I'm not going to poison my nose because I don't like my nose. But now it's like, I like my mm. nose and I'm embracing my nose. And so much so that I'm going to put a nose ring in it. And I have to wait six months to get the hoop that I want. So we're sticking this thing out. I'm getting this hoop. Oh, okay. Okay. Because it, it'll close up if you take it out or whatever. It has to heal and then I can put the hoop in. So yeah, that's midlife crisis. Um, trying to think what else my midlife crisis is. I think that's about it. I think that's all. That's all I did. Yeah, I guess from mine, I went and got a tattoo. Yeah, so. And I got like a 22-year-old's number a couple weeks ago to the pool party, so I really feel like a cougar out here in these streets. Hmm. Yeah, cougar gang. I'm trying to think. When I was 22, would I be like, "Yeah, I pulled a 24 year"? Nah, I've been like, "Shorty, you, you worse off. You're a junior." Three when I got his number, so. But I'm like, you, but you know, if I'm older than anybody, you're a baby. So I'm like, "Oh, you're 22. That's so cute." I hate when women do that. Oh my god! Oh, you were born in 1996. Oh. Now some of that, like, it was some. was some girl. Uh, we were at a function I was rapping with. She's like, I was born in 98. I was like, what? Immediately. Oh, no, I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm, bye. <laughs> you don't even remember the same cartoons you died, you I remember. Died, Lord. You was born before, I mean, after Jesus. Ow. I just hit my nose ring. Oh, my God. I keep on forgetting this good. Oh, <laughs> my God. You was born after Fresh Prince went out there. Like, you were okay, so you were like two years before when I it was ninety six. Shows being on television. So when I was two, but I remember. But I remember, right. like, <laughs> you remember the reruns. Will Smith was my first crush, and I remember like liking him and being like three years old. Uh-huh. Like I'm gonna marry Will Smith, and that's when like that light skinned nigga thing started. Mm. Like then, you consider him light skinned? Uh, yeah. 
if Will Smith ain't light skinned, then who is? Like at this point, Will Smith is. I'm pulling up a picture. Especially on Fresh Prince, you know, people get darker with age. Is that is that fun? Uh, yeah. I guess you can consider him light skinned. How could he? I don't know. It's just so many different pictures of him. Like to me, he's brown skinned. What? Yeah. But you also think I'm dark skinned and you're brown skinned, but I'm lighter than you. So. But that I, it's not necessarily like I just think that I you know like when I ask people they're like oh no you're brown skin people tell you you're dark skin okay a, a picture from Fresh Prince he did look more light skin that's not even the point he's the same color as Hillary and the light skin of him <laughs> they're the same color the same um but yeah so okay he looks yeah he looked lighter on Fresh Prince. But at the same time, if you look at, like, there's a picture of, like, the cover art with him in the overalls and the shirt. He looks, like, they. he looks brown. Look, if you look at the same Google I'm looking, it's one with the Photoshop background and it's one, that, the raw one with the yellow background. And he's lighter. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like lighting and editing. Yeah. But if you look at him next to an actual light-skinned person, yeah. i.e. Hillary or Uncle Phil or... They made Tatiana Ali look lighter. Like, they're all the same color. So anyway, we're not going to see an argument because Will Smith is a light skin. Okay. Wait, wait, yeah, share share your opinions. I'll post a picture on the uh, story. It's, it's nothing to discuss. He's, what are no, you I'm just curious. About? I'm just curious. I'm not. I, think right. I, I, said, I said Fresh Prince, he looks light skin. Okay. Well. Um, speaking of light skin men, power. Power. Let's, let's talk about it. Um, so I've, I'm an avid Power fan. I I got on Power after season one ended, and I binge watched that, and then I was I was watching season two as it happened. Um, but season five premiered this past weekend. Spoiler alert! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Power is so stressful for me now. I sweat after during every episode. It's <laughs> not that serious to show. Gosh. Tyreek just make him. me so mad. Like, I hate him. Tariq, Tariq, whatever. Hate him. I saw him in the club, and I wanted to throw a drink at him. You saw, saw him in the, the club? club? Yes. He was, um, Luda Day week. He was at wow. the room. And I'm like, first, first of all, he's 17. In this club. Bitch. Right. <laughs> Call him the cop. I give, I give the actor Michael Rainey Jr., though, credit. He's he's acting his butt off and making me but hate. But he's him. like a little a hole in all of his roles. Like he was a little a hole in Barbershop. He was a little a hole in uh, Orange Is the New Black. That's like his thing. He's like typecast as a knucklehead. So I think at this point we can punch him in the face and realize. Um, well, I got. I was watching. He has a Netflix original called Amateur. Yeah, I wanted to see that, but no, somebody said it wasn't good. Really, I heard it was. I heard it was really good. I, I started it, but I didn't. I, on a, on a flight, but I didn't finish it. Um, so I'll let you know. You all know after I watch it, but um, I don't. Do you want to talk plot? Or? No, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. Yeah, it's just is. Already said that spoiler alert. It's just so. It's just so much to discuss. Um, long, so if if you remember from last season, um, Tyreek when confronted Ray Ray and killed him um, at his at his. Um, what they call a flop house as an undercover. I guess that's where he goes and pretends he's uh, he's living as an undercover uh, police officer. Um, and they found a bullet. They found a bullet from Tasha's gun in the wall. Um, Angela Valdez. The, this the show. The episode starts with Angela at the crime scene, and she goes upstairs, and she's kind of realizing that this is related to ghost. Because she helped Tasha, she helped tell Tasha that Tariq was in that neighborhood. Um, the fact that he's dead, um, the fact I think she 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 had an idea that Ray Ray is the one who killed Raina, so she kind of put everything together, and she she's kind of like f like I've I've helped in the murder of this dirty cop. 
you know, just when I thought my career was going to be fine, I didn't get tied up with this light skinned man and his drug dealing family. Uh, what happens after that? Well, they had the conversation in the garage. Oh, Tasha and Angela, they talk in the garage because she's like, because she thinks ghost. And yeah, she thought it was ghost. Tasha confesses to her that it was Tariq, and Angela, I guess, says, you know, if I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna help you all out, it's gonna be for the kids or whatever. Um. And then we we see Tommy, Ghost, and Kanan together. They're plotting on how they could kill Dre. <laughs> I like how like they're about to walk into Tommy's apartment, and before they like they're entering the building, but before they go to the actual apartment, uh, Ghost looks at Kanan and is like, "Hey, how we know uh, you ain't gonna kill us?" Right, and he was like, "Nigga, you burnt me up. I, it's not the other way around." <laughs> and that was funny. I was like, "He, he kind of did." I was like, bro, you did. I said, at the same time, he did try to get you murdered, but you did put him in jail. Um, so they're they're upstairs talking about how they can plot. Um, I forget what else happened, honestly. Like Dre ain't gonna die. <laughs> the people who need to die ain't gonna die because ain't gonna be no show. Well, they uh, Courtney Kim. I I watched it on demand, and she, in her little post show, she was like, "There's a there was a version of the script in which Dre dies in that shootout, mm-hmm. but she just felt like it wasn't. It was too final, and it doesn't punish Ghost enough for what he created in Dre. Dre is. If you, I feel like <laughs> if Angela lanky ass never watched that club we would have been fine Raina would be alive Sean would be alive Tariq would be doing great in school on a straight and narrow like none of this would have happened I think I think we blame Angela but I think I mean we blame ghosts but right well I was gonna say like we you know like we think like yo if Angela doesn't walk into that club but to me if it wasn't Angela it would have been some other woman because Tasha didn't mm, no. didn't support Ghost wanting to get out the game. But I think, you know, he if he wanted to be cheating with any old hoe, he could have been cheating with any old hoe. But it was that connection he had with Angela from back in grade school days. That's what, you know, that shoulda, coulda, woulda that made him, you know, have to have her. But I, th- I think the rift would have been there and some woman would have believed in his dream he would have gotten close with some woman and she would have been like who doesn't know him as a drug dealer I'm about to say, well, and it would have been like, believing in the dream they don't even know the real him so angela still learned stuff about ghosts she don't really know the real ghost don't nobody know the real ghost but tasha so saying that, oh she right. believed in him he, she didn't know what she was believing in she don't know well that was the thing he didn't want to be ghost anymore he wanted to be James or Jamie. Yeah, I think it was more so a thing picking between Jamie or Ghost, but he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like both the Jamie and Ghost options weren't on the table for Angela, so of course she wanted Jamie. If that makes sense. What do you mean? Like she she only knew him as Jamie, right? So that's what she wanted, right? And I'm saying I think I'm saying any Tasha knew both, and she chose Ghost over Jamie. I'm saying. Although Angela like has that connection, I think eventually, maybe not at the same time, but I think eventually Ghost would have cheated with another woman and left his family because he's he so wanted out. He killed everybody he was dealing drugs to in an attempt to get out, you know. So I think I think that rift between him and Tasha would have gotten so big eventually he would have left the family. He would have left her. I disagree. I don't think he would have. I think it would have been a rift or something else, but I don't think it would have been to act that extent with anybody but Angela. He maybe maybe have hunted a couple people, maybe, but he wasn't going to be going to Cuba and doing all this extra and, and introducing her to the kids to, with nobody else but Angela. Well, yeah, I, like I said, it wouldn't have happened that fast, but I think it, I think it would have happened eventually. I think it could have been more to it. I think it would have been more than just another woman just because she wants to support. Like, it probably would have definitely affected their relationship, but not so much this whole shebang. And he probably would have went about it differently because he thought the way he went about it is because Angela was also a factor and he didn't want to get her in trouble and all this other stuff. She's a cop and all like 
the reason so many things happen is because it was Angela, because Angela was Angela and Angela was a cop and all of this. Right. I mean, the, the, like, yeah, the implications with, you know, Tommy getting arrested and all that, of course. But I think Ghost would have eventually left his family. Well, I guess we'll never know. Um, trying to think of. Right. Tariq is dumb. Can we talk about Raina's baby dog casket? That was just so weird to me. Like we, That's what somebody else pointed out to me. And I was like, ah, she was kind of short. No, that was a child's casket. Like, if she was 15, she's about what? Yeah, 15. I think they're 15. Yeah, 14, 15. They're I about was, freshman. Sample. I was fully grown at 15, like height-wise. I haven't gotten any taller. Okay. She was at least five one, five two, and that was like, that was like a, a was casket for a baby girl that we've seen twice. Like, <laughs> hey, shout out to the grandmother getting another <laughs> appearance after episode two, right? So, yeah, that was really weird to me. Like, I don't know why they thought that wouldn't have nobody would have caught that. I think they probably did it for dramatic reasons to make her more innocent. But she wasn't that small, dog. Like, I, I get logistically, but visually, a casket that small emphasizes this is just a child. This was a child. They should have killed the baby girl so we could still have Raina and it still would have been the same effect of a child dying, but we really not going to miss the little... Like, what's her name? Um, Yasmin. Yasmin, yeah. She almost died. She choked. On a little whale. Mm-hmm. That would have been a little bit more like, okay, we lost a kid. We still got the effect of losing the child. But we still got the Raina effect. She didn't have to die, bro. It kind of made me sad. I was like, dang. She didn't have to go out like that. I know who you are, Ray Ray. Pop. <laughs> dang. I don't know why she was popping off like, like niggas wasn't crazy. Like, Well, she just had no clue what her family was into, unlike Tyreek. And he's just an idiot. He's at a... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I I I know we... we, we People like this man is stupid. I don't know if maybe just as a as a black man, I, I try to identify with him some. Mm-hmm. But the way I just like the way his father portrayed the family, he has no respect for him. That's crazy. So he's looking at these people that are straight with him, like a Dre, a Kanan, as someone who respects him as a man, because that's what he feels like at this point. At fifteen, you start smelling yourself. He's tall. He's just as tall as his dad, if not taller. You know, so like, I know at 15, I had been in the weight room a little. I started sizing my dad up. Never like I was going to attack him, but like, if push came to shove, could I take him? And I think, I think it's just that ghost messed up and disrespected his family so bad that Tariq is lashing out like this. That's caused, because you're 15, like you don't know no better. And that was all caused because Ghost couldn't keep it in his pants. I agree. I agree. He disrespected the mess out of his family. That's wild. Like, ridiculous. See, so yeah, let me, and his, his hatred. I mean, you always hate your parents as a teenager, like, to some extent. Like, not like, especially not to freak your extent, but like, you always have that kind of, oh, I can't go to the movies. I'm mad. I hate my parents. Like, you know? Right. I can't wait till I'm grown. Right, but he got a real reason. I kind of probably hate my dad too, though. For real, you got this Spanish show up in the house, like. Oh yeah, man! If over there, so I I get it, Tariq. But I would change my name. But after I think I thought Raina dying would be a reality check, but you over here fake Chris Brown BT awards crying, running to the bathroom. That's what. That, that was one thing that upset me that his desire to warn Dre was so much that he would rather not give the eulogy like i would always sister, like that like, is that a moment enough, you that was not a wake-up call enough for you your sister is there bro your twin sister well he feels like a man my the man that killed my sister i killed him so he think he did his part he did so now you don't have to cry or, or you know what i'm saying yeah i'm sure he's on some lean too oh he was on lean Hmm, I'm trying to think of what else I need to address from this. Um, what else happened? In the episode. I think Tasha's real issue is her wigs. She needs to leave the um the lawyer. Lakeisha's not is not holding her down on the wigs. I don't know who's over the wig department, but 
What's it, Lakeisha's weave shop? Whatever it is, shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. The wigs are not working. And that's really what is holding her back as a wife and mother. <laughs> as a wife yes. and mother. That is why she can't get anything done. <laughs> so what do you think of Lorenz Tate's character? What is his deal? Because it just, making this funeral a photo op was just, ugh, like, bro. I th- well, he's he's dirty. He's He's a... He's a dirty politician. Of course. That is all about appearances. Mm-hmm. And he has some vested interest in ghosts because he's now profiting off of ghosts. And his thing is like, we have to clean up your image some because you've brought in some mess on yourself with the arrest mm-hmm. and all that. Um, Lorenz Tate as an actor right now, they haven't his they haven't done enough with his character for me to enjoy him. Just, if that makes yeah, sense, it's like we know you up to something, but we don't have enough context to right. We don't know how deep the character is, unlike the other characters, which we we know we've known for seasons, and now we're we're at a place where like we know them, we we feel like we know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know we don't trust him though. Yeah. Also, I feel like the family what do you think? have so much going on with trying not to, you know, all get indicted, but they're not sad enough about Raina to me. <laughs> I need more emotion from them. It's making me mad. Like Well, I think I think they're hurt, but at the same time I think it's just a messed up reality of what they're into. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, they weren't like, we need to bring the man who did this to justice. It was like, you know, Tariq, Ghost, everybody was like, we got to kill whoever killed my daughter. Like, that's that's what that means. Yeah. Right. But I, I did like the scene that I, I did like, you know, Ghost crying in the shower. I thought Amari acted that out well. I thought it was it was good that we saw him mourn like that, that he's wearing his daughter's necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we'll see it more as the season progresses. But episode one, I mean, they came out strong, and I—that's what I appreciate about Power. I mean, Power, like y'all made me not want to watch it because y'all do the most, and everybody want everybody to know that they got on demand. So everybody wanted at twelve on one, want to just no, Tariq did not just die. Like, okay, bro, are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I, I do, I do wish stars would just like not put it on on demand until afterwards yeah i think that's ruined the entire because like now it's a contest to see who can watch it first and then it's like yeah it gets spoiled and then it takes away from enjoying the show like no one right. can I, I didn't even want to watch it i was like let me what, go ahead and watch night, it what night did it used to come on friday it always came on sundays no it, it, it didn't they moved it see oh well you you knew to the show no, no, I've been watching it since 2015. It came on a Sunday. No, they moved it to Sundays. It used to be, I want to say, it, it Friday or Saturday. Not, if not, it was Saturday. But it's always been yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I want to say it may have started. F- I remember. I was no, I think it was Saturday. It first started coming on. It may have been okay. Saturday. May. Yeah, I think it was Saturday because... When they announced they were moving it to Sunday, I was like, oh, because I was living with my two pro fights. So we legit would on Saturday would have power parties. It wouldn't be large. It would just be us and our girls. But, you know, we would we would pour some drinks and, and we have a good time. And so when they say Sunday, I was like, well, we can't drink now that I have work the next day. You know, so when the on demand thing came, we were like, well, we could still watch it, but. And, and drink and you know have a good time about it but you know we just won't watch it when it airs on sunday we were complaining that it was going to conflict with insecure as well Cause i think at one point they did overlap yeah i don't know if they overlapped on time ever because insecure had a no it started at 10 30 yeah that's gonna be a whole other thing i start getting ready for insecure <sighs> stress yeah. but power is a great show um yeah if you have not caught on, I I encourage you. It's one of the it's 
I, I haven't seen The Wire, but I, I couldn't imagine The Wire being that much better. I never got into The Wire, and I can't find anywhere to watch it without like some kind of bootleg link. So, uh, do you have Prime, or do you anybody know has Amazon Prime? I think my, yeah, my sister has Prime. Uh, it's on Prime Video. Okay, may have to. Along with a different world. A different world still comes on TV. Well, you know, most of us um, don't have the pleasure of working from home. What does that have to do with me working from home? It still comes on TV. But it comes on like at hours during the day. You record it? I guess. So, um, what was I saying? Moving on. Drake. Drizzy. Scorpion. It was, I enjoyed it. It's almost. It's almost take care level. Do okay. Let me ask you this: so, you in your mind, take care is his best work? Absolutely, no question about it. Hmm. Okay. Like this is no question. I don't know. I, I'm a fan of nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. Um, has I think it, it's in stout. Take none. care to me. Never. Ever. And what shot for me what it was a perfect balance that wasn't trying too hard of like drake ass drake uh-huh. and then rap drake perfect what over my dead body look what you do what stop it. i i just think i i love the way nope. nothing was the same rise what's your favorite side of the new album b okay okay i agree um, I can't get enough of B side. What's your favorite song? What you think my favorite song is? Jaded? I don't know. Actually, okay, yeah, Jaded and In My Feelings. Okay, why In My Feelings? The Bounce. Why not? Simple. Bounce, City Girls, two of my favorite things in the world. Oh, I wasn't, I didn't know who that was. Yeah, that's City Girls. The middle part is City Girls. And I love City Girls. Free JT, period. So was it a sample of them or like, well, I mean, not like were those sample. new vocals? Yeah, that's new vocals. It was, the beginning is a bounce uh-huh. Magnolia sh- Shorty sample, that middle part, like when he's like, Risha, do you love me? JT, do you love me? That Those are the City Girls. Yeah. Which I really oh. don't even know why they on the song because it's a bounce song, not a Miami song, but I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. Well, he, um, he shared a bunch of music he was listening to, I guess, making this album, and I think theirs was one of it, one, of, it, one of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite song is Jaded. I love Jaded. Like I, every time I get like when I start the album, I started Jaded. Really? Mm-hmm. I felt. I like like that little part when he's like the for what part. It's so real. Jaded is Jaded is everything I wanted in a Drake R and B album. Like, what does it take me to your family's house for what? Share all your insecurities yeah. for what? For what, man? Like, why did you do all that? For what? I felt like literally like when people be saying like. I, Yes, like, I'm oh, I hurting and no, some jaded. I, I really felt that, like in real life, because I have so many moments. It's like, why did for for what? For what? No, uh, for what? <laughs> for why are you what? wasting my time? Why are you doing all this extra stuff that you don't have to do? For what? To still be for what? Thank you, Drake, for putting it into song form for me. Thank I, you for what? I liked. I like when he said, "You learned yourself through me." I think that that was that was a line that resonated with me. When he was like, "You're getting older, but you're still a baby," I felt that because I be, you know, oh, uh, you you be messing with these old older dudes. Hey, you know, ninety two and up, Playboy. <laughs> Am I here, old niggas? No. <laughs> Need a nigga with a who can rent a car for cheap. <laughs> if you can't rent a car, Playboy ain't got nothing for you. Ah <laughs> oh, man, yeah, jaded. Can we talk about this one line off of uh, a song I really like, Summer Break? Uh, a lot of people I've seen on Twitter discussing it. You said I led you on, but you followed me. I don't want to talk about that line, bro. Because it's like, you know how, what I imagine that is, you say, you say I led you on, but you followed me. You know, Family Guy with uh, James Woods, and he's like, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece oh. of candy. <laughs> Ooh, a piece of candy. 
that's Ooh, that's candy. That's how women. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> that's the visual representation of that line. If you stop leaving candy, I wouldn't have followed you. So, I mean, I, I took that uh, when I when I when I hear the line, I'm gonna be honest, and I hate to say it like this. It's the ultimate f boy line. I mean, we never thought Drake wasn't so. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of women are dismissing it as that, and and not also saying like, you know what? Sometimes I ignore signs, and I don't want to be held accountable for what I allow myself to be led into. Mm-hmm. If. But but I'm conflicted because so in my mind it's like you know like that's li- that's a line about hey I don't want a relationship but maybe I do things that in your mind are relationship esque but in my mind I know if I was really a boyfriend I would do this and so much more. Hmm. Okay, give us a little context. Is that how y'all think? Cool. I don't I don't know. I doubt every man thinks like that, but I think in some cases that is what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's just bare minimum. So it's like, oh, I'll fill your, your car up, get your oil changed, take your grandma to her doctor's appointment, massage your feet, cook dinner, breastfeed your niece. No. As friends. No, it's like nigga what? Like that's that's basically my boyfriend shit. Is it no, it's not all that. It's like a hey, I'll text you every day. I'll send you yes. funny memes. I'll even, I'll even, I'll even give you some some good sex. That is the barest of memes. That's not it. Like niggas will do that, and it's like okay, cool. But then they'll do some like I'm trying to think of some like boyfriend shit that'll be like okay, this nigga might be serious. Um, this nigga will bring you some sweet potato pie from like his grandma's house or something like just because you said you like sweet potato pie one time. It's like you never do that. Or something like that. Like some real extra, you had to do that thoughtful shit. It's like, oh, this nigga might like me for real. It's like, oh, just because I brought you some of my grandma's cake that she put her foot in don't mean we go together. Like, that's the kind of shit y'all be doing. It don't. It don't. My grandmother's a diabetic. She has no business with this much pie at her house. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hate niggas. <laughs> But that's women, though. That's the real story. My grandmother's a diabetic. She ain't got no business with this much sweet potato pie at the house. So I brought you some because I don't want all of it. It's too sugary to me. But here you are. Oh, my God. He he just brought over some special grandma's sweet potato pie. He loved me. We're going to be together. What should we name our kids? Okay, first of all, I feel checked. I mean, I plan on like every <laughs> nigga I meet at this point, so... Like once, once somebody tell me their name, I'm trying to come up with some wedding hashtags. Like this might be the one, y'all. This all right, heart. This might be it. But shut up. <laughs> you said I led you on, but you followed you know, me. It doesn't make. Oh, that's my. What was that? Blue tint is like I still get info on you because I'm not still friends. Let me find out my friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Me. Shut up. <laughs> Don't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you know he still love like, you. Like, yeah, that worked both ways though. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I feel like with guys, we more so would send our friends. Hey, tell her I got a new bitch. <laughs> like fuck her day up. <laughs> I hate I hate when I see people going through breakup and they get into the petty competition. Mm-hmm. You see women on the gram half naked, you see him. Out on a date every weekend. Like that. Hey, hey, bro. Stuff. Hey, I've I've seen it. I was like, hey, bro. Hey, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop for y'all get hurt because y'all really gonna hurt each other. That's crazy. Hmm. I just be you know minding my business on Instagram, posting my best life. I may or may not have been twerking in a push-up position on Instagram this weekend, but that's my birthday, so that's my excuse. Yeah, I don't even post like men on my page. Like I be trying to, 
like they may post me on theirs and, and make it hot, but I'm like, hoo hoo, not me. Do you think they're using you to make someone jealous, or you think they're they're trying to claim you? Maybe a little bit mm-hmm. of both. Maybe a little bit of both. What do you feel about the Michael Jackson sample on the album? Um, if you're gonna do a Michael Jackson sample, do a Michael Jackson sample, but that wasn't like the Michael Jackson sample you give your firstborn for. But it was cute. It really sounded more like the weekend than anything. <laughs> well, it wasn't technically a sample. It was unreleased vocals. Well, yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah. But I but a sample would have been better. You could have got some good PYT vocals on there and called it a day. Now well, PYT has been sampled that's why too I much. Featuring because it's not a sample. Right. Yeah. Um, of the R and B side, it is it's not one of my favorites. And everything else has really like all the rest of the R and B side that I didn't like has grown on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love After Dark. After Dark. Yeah. The static major sample, great. Ty Dollar Sign. Look. Uh Peak Peak is not as is it's not it works at times. At times, I'm not. I'll start at summer games. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you think of the A side? Um, I'll probably only listen to it once because I'm a B side kind of girl. I like Crybaby Drake, so that's mm-hmm. what I was in a mood. Like I've been listening to Nothing Was the Same, so I was in the mood for R and B Drake. Hmm. So that's I I mean nonstop is a banger. Um anytime he raps about his mother, it's a good song. Him and Jay Z having a song mm-hmm. together. Could have kept it though. The one on his first album was better. I I love the sample though. They got NWA Dope Man. You can talk about him talking about the kid. That's yeah, but hold on. What I want to say about the Jay Z thing, my hope is that this means they're not feuding anymore, and we can get some more Drake and Beyonce collabs. That's what we really need to get up because, yeah, mine still probably. God, I want to listen to mm. the Beyonce album now. Subtitled. Now that is that's a great album. Yes. Absolutely. Been about you, and I'm still about you. And I want to see it happen. Oh, I leave for New Orleans in like three days. I'm so excited. Okay, just came to me. Sorry. Okay, but Drake rapping about his child. Yeah, let's talk about that. So they've met once, apparently. Him and the the baby. Yeah, that's what was. Yeah, baby, yeah, he's only seen him once. And we're gonna, so that's okay. Like we're going with that. Um. If the baby mama ain't crying about it, I'm not. Yeah. Um, like, granted, we know the baby lives in, like, France or whatever, but, like... The baby lives in France? That's wild. Drake. Yeah, the girl, she's not from America. I know, but I just assume, like... Yeah, I she... feel like Drake could really just pull up when he wants to, but what am I? Um... I'm sure, but I'm sure that's all a part of like them trying to be low key. No, I feel like he, the baby's like six months at this point, so he doesn't even have that like. I mean, he probably he like nine, eight, nine months since July. I don't know, but I don't think that's all the way okay. And he wasn't obligated to tell us about the kid, even though I, I already knew. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like him only seeing the baby once, so that's kind of like excessive. Or not excessive. I mean, I feel like like if, if like if Pusha T would, I feel like it was just a it was them trying to keep it low. You know, I'm sure Shorty wouldn't move, mind moving stateside and or to or in Canada, you know, because he's going to have a huge mansion that I think they're still building. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I. I'm sure he would want, he's going to have the child near him. All right. Well, ain't my child, so. 
Are you no, pressed to see a picture of the baby? Like, Drake ain't been fine for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And Sophia ain't a looker herself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the baby's going to be ugly, but, like, the baby's white. And that's not okay with me. Yeah. I, I, I think the three-fourths white thing does hurt the baby. Yeah. So, it's like... He's not going to be swag. The baby's just going to be white. Not just, it's going to look like a white baby. And that's really all it's going to be. And Because we got to pray his dad got some strong mustache jeans and, and that the, the blackness comes through. And then his dad don't even really have the blackest features either. Uh, have you seen his father's nose? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he looked just like a cartoon character more than anything. He looked like, no, who was the, the I'm, this is a very old cartoon, the dude that used to eat the hamburgers all the time. And was sleepy. Not the hamburger. No, God, it's this is like on some like Looney Tunes, like ancient cartoons. I I'll put I'll I'll Google him and find a picture. What's his daddy Instagram name? What is it? Uh, What's his dad's name? It's not in Graham Graham Graham. Damn, what is it? Right. I know not, it too. That's why I'm mad at myself because I know not Drake. Name. It's not Aubrey. Dennis. Dennis Graham, yep. Like, he don't just look like... He all mustache, first of all. <laughs> it's all mustache. Like, his mustache is all on his cheek. Okay, it's a little bell peppery. It is a little fat. But he still is not just the blackest looking. If he was like... He could still pass... If he was like had white skin, he could pass for an Italian man. Like he, he, looked, he just looked like he looked like hey, Jewish. He looked like a black Jewish, like the like Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> That's what he looked like. Oh my god, his page is hilarious. Why is he so close up on the screen? So he said he, he said his father hasn't met the baby, but he did. He didn't say anything about the mother. This is hilarious about his mother, not me. Why have I never been on this Instagram before? Oh, but I just want to, you know, just tell fellas, like Drake said, it only took one time. He said they only met twice. Right. Which is, I'm saying, I could have met Drake twice by now. But wait, didn't he say his parents were never married? No, nah, his parents were What's married. They got divorced. Right. I know. But didn't Pusha say that in his diss rap? But I'm like, wait a minute. I could have sworn his parents were married. Yeah. Why he lying? He wasn't bad looking. I, I see you, Dennis. <laughs> you understand why Sandy did it? He was not bad, honey. Well, he looked like Drake on his, uh. you remember the More Life cover? Yeah. He looked I mean, like Drake balding. No, Drake looked like his mammy. Like, he looked like his mom, but smoothed out with his dad's features. Like, Yeah. So I just sent you the character I was talking about. His name is Jay Wellington Wimpy. Okay, I've seen this before. It's like, is he in the Popeye universe or something? Yes. Yeah, I just, that's what it was. Yeah, that's funny. Does he, that's what he looks like? <laughs> he looked like some, it's another mustache cartoon that he looks like when it's like all mustache. I don't know. You think of Monopoly? No. I'm, I can see it in my head. Hold on. We're gonna we're gonna pull it up. <laughs> oh my god, it's so many he looks like all of these things. He looks like the Lorax. He looks like <laughs> You know what the Lorax is, right? No. You never watched the Lorax in your environmental science class or nothing? The Lorax is the um oh my god, he looks just like the Lorax. It's like a it's a Dr. Seuss story about about saving the environment, but like in a kid's way. Yosemite Sam he definitely looks like Mr. Potato Head. Where's the character I'm thinking about? I can't find him. But that's really funny. Okay, um, now that we found everything that Drake's daddy looks like. Right. I'm going to go with the Lorax, though. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yes, he's, orange. he's orange mm-hmm. with yellow mustache. Okay. Yep. That is him. Okay, Um. what else? Have we talked about everything? We, we made it to an hour. Wanted to give y'all a cool hour. Yeah. 
So we won't be back the next week. week. We'll be back the week after that. So we're going to try to do this bi-weekly thing and see how that works. Um, If y'all live tweet enough, you might change our mind. Wink, wink. Um, Yeah. Subscribe. Review. All that fun stuff. Thanks for rocking with us. Coming up on two years. Yeah. What else? Oh, um, there is... There is oh, a... Oh, I saw that. Don't even say it. Because that's homecoming. So... Uh, well, I can go. Isn't it? You gonna do it by yourself? Oh, you, you like you like doing the podcast by yourself? Yeah. So. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't. I can go. Well, go ahead. Go with your um, announcement. Anyway, nominate us for the Atlanta Pod Connection, the A Pod Connection, A Pod Connection ATL. Go to my story at President Boyd. I'm sure I'll put it on the on my grown story. Um. And nominate us. Nominations in July fifteenth. Y'all, uh, y'all homecoming is yeah, early. I don't know. I think it conflicted with something with FSU or something. That's why they pushed it back so early. Mm. Mm, so yeah, that's what be happening sometimes. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right, yeah. F with us. Bye. All right, guys. <laughs>